0: Welcome to the Battlestat Sports Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, velvet? Hosted by Nick Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. (laughs) Welcome to the Battlestat Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Nino's Corner Battle. Uh, First off, guys, let me apologize uh, for not recording um, the episode twenty-one, which would have been uh, the week eight NFL power rankings. Uh, my wife had a minor surgery last week, so I wasn't able to record, but I was able to get the stats up on the website, just not do the podcast portion of it. But I'm back here. Well, first off, the wife's doing great. Um, she just had a minor surgery, had to come back for a checkup today. Nothing too big, guys. But um, you know, if you're worrying about her, she's fine. Thanks for worrying. But Let's dig into the Week Nine NFL Power Rankings. Uh, a busy week, a busy week. Uh, you know, first off, let's go into the running back section. So you get, you know, so you guys know that I have my own custom. Uh, battle stat number, which I call a BSN. So you guys will hear it on here. It's basically like a QBR for skill positions. You know, so, so it's like a it's like a quarterback rating for skill positions. So like wide receivers, running backs, and tight ends on the offensive side of the ball. Still trying to do the defensive side of the ball. I'm trying to craft my own formula. But, yeah, it's my own formula that I've, I've done is try, try, test it, intrude. And, um, yeah, I've been using this now for over three years now and gotten great results on how efficient and how effective players are. And i was actually able to use so many stats to um, have a sports agency uh, get a client, you know, from a college, and that client actually ended up getting uh, uh, picked up by um, a team. So, yeah, this thing, you know, like so, these stats work, guys. Uh, but, anyways. Let's go, let's look at, for week nine, let's take a look at the running backs, right? So, you know, for the running back rankings, I have it split up into two categories, guys. I have it split up into running backs who are going to average at least 100 carries um, a season, and running backs who are going to average 100 carries and 32 passing targets um, in a season. So, you know, that, you know, actually... You know, it comes out to be a little bit more than six carries per game. And it doesn't seem like a lot, guys, but um, there are not a lot of guys who get six carries a game. You know, so, you know, this is the 100 uh, rush club and the 100 rush club, 32 target club. So if you're looking at just pure rushers, guys, pure rushers, um, the number one running back for just running the ball is Christian McCaffrey. Um, He had a a BSN this week, guys, of 68.46, which is his composite BSN for the first nine weeks coming in at number one. Number two is Chase Edmonds from Arizona. Um, he's having a really good uh, last couple of games, but I think he had hurt this last game. But uh, anyway, he came in at number two with a 62.14. Um, yeah, and so after those two, it's a – I wouldn't say a drastic drop, but it's about a four-point drop. Um to the number three guy, which is Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook is balling his butt out. There's one, two, there's like three guys that are in in the same range. So Dalvin Cook, for all intents and purposes, he's tied for third. But, you know, but he is third now with a 58.79. Uh, B.S.N. score number four is Josh Jacobs, the excellent rookie out of Oakland. Um, he's had a fifty-eight point six five. So you see how close those guys are. So fifty-eight point seven nine for Dalvin Cook at number three, a fifty-eight point six five for Josh Jacobs at, at number four, and a fifty-eight point one four for Philip Lindsay out of Denver at number five. So all those guys are very close. You know, so they are three, four, and five in that order, but you know, for all intents and purposes, they're they're almost tied. Then then there's a drop off to number six. But about three points. Um, is Tevin Coleman uh, from San Francisco, fifty-five point three. You know for his BSN score, and let's go Jordan Howard, who's been a pleasant surprise uh, for Philadelphia this year with a fifty-four point six six. So i mean, I'm glad to see him rejuvenate his career with uh, Philly. Uh, looks like the uh, Bears kind of got rid of him a little bit too soon, but they got David Montgomery who's doing well, um, but not as well as Jordan Howard. Um, now, if we look at just teams who have like, uh, who have like guys that are that are all ranked on this BSN skill, like in the top fifteen or top twenty, San Francisco by far. They got Tevin Coleman uh, with a fifty-five point three at number six, and then you go down. They got Matt Matt Breida with a forty-nine point six two coming in at number twelve. So they got two of the top twelve running backs. And if you want to dig down a little bit deeper, you can go down to. Re- Raheem Misteret. Um, he has a forty point five nine coming in at number thirty. So out of the top thirty running backs um, for for my custom BSN score, San Francisco has three of them. So just think about that for a minute: the number six guy, the number twelve guy, and the number thirty guy. The top thirty running—I mean, the top three of the thirty run. So ten percent of the top thirty is San Francisco guys. That is why they are undefeated, guys. Um, Man, yeah, you know, I, I know people love Jimmy G, and yes, he's a good quarterback. Um, you know, I think he's a little bit overrated. Uh he, he has damn near the same amount of interceptions as he does touchdowns, but their running backs are doing extremely well. Um, just look at the uh the numbers for these guys. So Tevin Coleman, 355 yards, you know, uh, five touchdowns, 4.3 yards to carry. Now, Matt Breida. Matt Breida is uh, 524 yards, guys, 5.3 yards to carry, only one touchdown, though. Now, let's go down to number 30, and you have Raheem. He has 55 uh, rushes, 307 yards at 5.6 yards to carry, one touchdown. So, between these guys, they have, let's say, 500 yards plus another, say number 12, is 524 yards, so it's to say 1,000 yards plus another uh, 355. So they have over 1,300 yards between these three backs halfway through the season. Halfway through the season. They're on pace to rush for 2,600 yards between these three backs. It's freaking amazing, guys. That running game is awesome. Um, So, yeah, way to go, San Francisco. Yeah, I can't believe I just said that. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. I cannot believe I just said that. But, hey, you got to give credit where credit's due. Now, If we look at just raw numbers, who is the most explosive back, right? Which back has the most explosive plays? Which back has the most first down rushes? Let's take a look. Most first down rushes is none other than your boy, Chris Carson from Seattle, 44 first down rushes. Number two is a tie between Zeke and Dalvin Cook with 43, and then Marlon Mack from Indianapolis, 42. And Josh Jacobs, man, this kid is balling. What a story this kid has from being homeless in Oklahoma, not being recruited by his home state to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Nick Saban finds the kid in Oklahoma, plucks him out of Oklahoma, brings him down to Alabama, and the kid is a baller. Gets drafted uh, by the Oakland Raiders and is doing his damn thing. 37 first down rushes, and he's pretty explosive too, guys. He has five rushes for more than 20 yards, guys. So more than 100 yards of his uh, composite total yardage of – how many yards does this guy have? Josh Jakes has over 740 yards. So, over 100 yards, of his 740 yards are off of explosive plays. This guy's been doing his thing. He's probably going to be the rookie of the year on the offensive side of the ball this year. Um, you know, things could change, but he is looking pretty amazing. Now, since I did talk about explosive plays, Josh Jakes has five. Let's we'll see how he stacks up and who has the most explosive plays out of running backs. Chris Carson, six. Dalvin Cook, Six. Carlos Hyde six, Le'Veon Bell six, Lamar Jackson six. Why did he call Lamar? And Christian McCaffrey and Phillip Lindsay also have six. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys tied. Seven guys tied for most ex- for, for six explosive runs, ranking them as the most explosive uh, running backs as far as explosive plays. Now, if we go explosive plays per attempt, I don't think I have that one calculated out, but most explosive plays for attempt. I can kind of easily get that number, guys. Just bear with me for a minute. Let's, let's look at attempts. Who has the least amount of attempts? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson only has 99 attempts, guys. 99 attempts, and he already has 66 explosive plays. Uh, so his explosive play rate is uh, far better than um, any of the other top six. Ah, Lamar Jackson, go figure. This guy's balling his ass off. Oh, I'm sorry. I did mean to curse, guys. But anyways, uh, most touchdowns, I'm pretty sure it's Christian McCaffrey with 10. It is. Dalvin Cook has nine. Aaron Jones has eight. Mark Ingram, who is balling, has seven. So that Mark Ingram slash uh, uh, Lamar Jackson tandem that they got running the ball um, is very scary for Baltimore. And that's why they were able to go put the pause on New England Patriots this past week. Um, Who has the longest run? Let's take a look, guys. Which running back has the longest run? Damian Williams, ninety-one yarder, followed by Nick Chubb, eighty-eight yards, followed by Christian McCaffrey, eighty-four, Matt Breida, eighty-three. So Damian Williams from Kansas, Kansas City. So that is our running backs for just rushing the ball. Now let's look at the total composite score for running backs who have who who are going to average on who who are on a pace to average one hundred carries and thirty-two targets, and the top guys are. Your number one guy, Christian McCaffrey, um, with a 67.1 BSN. Number two guys Dalvin Cook, 56.45. Number number three is Chase Edmonds with a 55.44 BSN score. Phillip Lindsay is number five. I'm sorry, number four with a fifty-three point seven nine. And then Latavius Murray from uh where is he playing now? Is he with the the Saints, right? Yeah. He's with the Saints. Yeah, I'm tripping. Fifty point seven one, number five. Um, and then if you go down and look, uh, Duke Johnson and, and Zeke Elliott are, are uh, at six and seven respectively, with a forty nine point four six for Duke and forty nine point two three for Zeke. And then the next guy's Aaron Jones from Green Bay is balling out too. So if we look at um, which one of these guys has the most reception yards so far this year, it is your boy, Chris McCaffrey has three hundred sixty three yards. Yes, Christian. No, it's not. It's Austin Eckler. Wow. 530 yards, guys. Um, you're probably wondering why he's not, you know, like, higher on this list. He's rushing. Uh, he has, what is it, um, 80, uh, 84 attempts for 321 yards, um, you know, so he's not rushing the ball as well as the other guys on this list. Um, but he is doing the same catching that ball. Um, yeah, 530 yards. Jesus Christ. You know, who else is starting the ball? Melvin Gordon is his second game back. Uh Melvin Gordon, uh no star game back. 64 attempts, 192 yards, three touchdowns, 14 receptions, 66 yards. He's um, gonna slowly creep up on this list, guys. He is he's gonna slowly creep up on this list. Um yeah, and shout out to Duke Johnson. It's good to see him finally kind of get in the place and get settled in. Um, you know, he's he's very um uh very balanced player guys, you know, 55 touches for 287 yards and then another 22 catches for 228 yards, averaging over 10 yards to catch a couple touchdowns catching, uh, and in, in one rushing. But those are our, um, rankings for running backs who are projected to have a hundred catches and I'm sorry, a hundred rushes and 32 targets. Um, so if we flip the script guys, let's look at the tight end position. Um, uh, see, we got Will Disley. He is still the number one tight end because of his targets. All right, he had 27 targets, 23 receptions on 27 targets. Um, he is going to you know fall off this list after week 13. Um, I'm thinking about just going ahead and taking him off the list because he's hurt for the season because he, he, he had such an efficient and effective first half for the season that his 58.5 to be a sense still ranks number one. And the next guy on the list is Austin Hooper, who's having a pretty good year this year for uh, the Falcons. His fifty-seven point four, but all things purchase, he is like our number one guy. Uh, Foster Moreau from Oakland, fifty-five point one two. He's the number three tight end. Um, George George Kittle from San Francisco. Uh, 53.54 BSN, coming in number four. And Darren Fails from Houston, uh, coming in with a 49.58. Now we have a slight drop-off to Hunter Henry from, from the Chargers. I, I like this kid. I like this kid a lot. He has a 46.82, coming in as our number six tight end. Wow, I, 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 he is amazing. I actually like that kid a lot. Um, but if we look at the tight ends, uh, which – oh, Jimmy Graham. He's having a pretty sneaky – Um, A sneaky good uh, season Uh, He has has, uh, uh, A BSN score guys Of 43.48 Coming in at number 9 But if you look at the tight ends We're looking to see Which tight ends uh, Which team has the most prolific tight ends That are stratified and ranked On this list um, Pretty highly uh, uh, And all are doing their damn thing Baltimore By far Baltimore has Hayden Hirsch, who's coming in at number 10, right, uh, with a 43.19. Then you drop down. Their best tight end as far as receiving is the number 21 ranked tight end on this list because he's just not getting the targets like he used to because Hayden Hurst is balling. But but this is Mark Andrews. He has uh, 470 yards on 58 targets, guys, 38 um, catches, another three touchdowns, averaging 12.4 yards a catch. But this is BSN's so 36.91. And then the next tight end that they have on this list is Boyles. And Boyles is where's he at? Where is she at? I just saw Boyle's name, guys. Uh where's he at? Nick, yeah, so Nick Boyle. He is number at, at number 23. So uh with 17 catches, 172 yards, over 10 yards to catch, one touchdown with a 35.57 BSN. So out of the top 23 tight ends, Baltimore has three of them. Um, uh, and they use these guys and they scheme them so well with different pick plays that they have. Mark Andrews is just by far, I can't believe I'm saying this because he's a sonar. <laughs> I know I'm a Texas guy, but uh, but Andrews is a beast, man. I mean, he he beasted Texas a few times, uh, yeah, yeah a couple years ago. This this guy can ball. Um, actually, like him play. Um, you know, drafting them in my fancy football league, and I'm doing very good with him. Not these past couple of weeks because Hurst and, and Boyle have been like balling out. But uh, Andrews is he is their guy. He's their best tight end. But they do a lot of plays that he uh he can you know like run the routes like a like a wide out. You know, for the most part. And Hayden Hurst is kind of like your all around guy. Does a little bit of the dirty work, but also catch that ball. And Boyle just comes in and does this thing too. Scary, scary, scary. Now, uh, Baltimore doesn't have the receiving core that most teams do, but they make it forward with, a, with these three tight ends. And so when they brought in a guy like Lamar Jackson, they made sure that they fit the team around him and fit the team around him. They got a strong running game. So you got Mark Ingram who's doing his thing. They built up the offensive line. They got, or uh, what's the kid's name? Orlando Brown uh, Jr. So he's doing his thing too. So I think he's busy he playing guard guys. Is he left guard mm-hmm. or right guard? But yeah, it's just a mammoth of a guy. I mean, he's almost what's he, 380 pounds, 6'6, 6'7. Just a mammoth of a guy that you're not gonna move. Um, so they they fortified their offensive line to make sure that Lamar Um Jackson is upright in the pocket. Put a bunch of tight ends around him. So he has some short and some, you know, some short and some medium routes that are right there readily available for him to pass the ball. And um, they're letting him ball out, and that team is a lot of fun to watch, guys. But they had three of the top 30, three, of the top twenty-three tight ends in the league, um, and they're doing their their thing. Uh, so, if, you know, since we're looking at the tight ends, uh, you know, my favorite tight end so far this year, um, and for the past couple of years, has been Kelsey. Um, so let's take a look, you know, just just for our own greedy pleasures here. Uh, 41.33, the number 15 tight end, 666 yards, 74 targets, 49 receptions, 13 and a half yards, of catch and catching two touchdowns. Okay. Scott's guy's amazing. So when we come back, guys, we're going to take a look at the wide receiver position and see who is doing their thing in the wide receiver position. But as of now, let's go to a small break um, and get a message from our sponsors. All right, guys, we're back, and now we are going to go to the final section of the of the um, podcast. We're going to go over the wide receivers and the wide receivers. Uh, this has been a uh, you know, this is a passing league now, guys. This is a pass first league. So you um you know, at first when I did this metric, it is based upon receivers who so are going to get it, um, an average of sixty four targets or more a year, and then receivers who are going to get between 32 and 64 targets. So the 64 targets a year are receivers who I deem are going to be in that your first or second, you know, wide out on your team. So like, if you know, I'm a Cowboy fan. So if you have like Amari Cooper and a Mike Gallup, those guys would definitely be ranked um, um, as a, Excuse me. As a group, one wide receiver, um, so like your number one or, or your number two receiver, who, who are guys that are going to get at least sixty-four targets a season. Um, now, the next group are guys between thirty-two and sixty-three targets, and those are going to be like your 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 third receiver in the team. Whether it's your slot receiver, um, you know, some teams have their X and Z receivers be there. Their third wide out. However, let's take a look at the at the top tight end, I mean the top wide receiver numbers. Uh Chris Godwin's coming in at number one this week, guys, with a composite score over the first nine weeks of 63.08. Um, Tyler Lockett's number two, guys, with a 61.35. Tyler Lockett, first off, let's let's talk about Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is slowly becoming uh, over the past three years, um, one of the best receivers um, in the game. And a sneaky good one of the best receivers in the game. This guy is freaking amazing. Uh, he he his route running has been outstanding. Um, yeah, I remember when he came out of Kansas State. Um, he used to torch the Big Twelve. Now he's torching the league. Um, he is Russell Wilson's favorite target, and 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 you see that he is doing his thing. Um, so shout out to Tyler Lockett, man. I was not expecting this when he came out of college, uh, but. Yeah, man, what a pleasant surprise. Uh, okay, so number three, guys. Mike Evans has moved up the list. He's on. He's number three, guys, with a 56.99 BSN. Um, another guy who can just go get that ball. He is good. Uh, okay, Adam Thielen came in at number four. You know, he got hurt last week, but he's, his numbers are still good enough to to, to stack him up at the number four receiver. With a 56.65 BSN. And number five, Marvin Jones Jr. from Detroit with a 55.89 Um and let's go down one more. Amari Cooper with a 55.80, so just point zero nine points below Marvin Jones Jr. Uh, he's at number six. And Cortland Sutton from Denver. Uh, it's having a really good season. I like watching him play. Uh, 54.48. Coming at number seven. Um Julio Jones, number eight, with a 54.15. Cooper Cup from the Rams, uh, 53.94, at number nine. And Michael Thomas from the Saints with a 53.11, coming in at number 10. Now, if we look at this list, what team would you think um, has the best group of receivers when it comes to the BSN score? You know, uh, I got, man, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. He, you know, that, that's your number one and your number three receiver. Pretty BSN score. Wow. I mean, one has 766, 766 yards and six touchdowns, averaging 14.2 yards to catch. That's Godwin. And then Mike Evans this is, your, this is your number three guy. 842 yards, 16.8 yards to catch, seven touchdowns. They might be your best one two tandem in the league, guys, as far as efficiency and effectiveness. Well, well not my Per my stats, my metrics, they are the best one two punch in the league. The next guy, the next one to punch in the league is Adam Thielen and your boy Stefan Diggs. Adam Thielen came in at number four with a 56.65 BSN. Stefan Diggs came in uh, at number 11 with a 52.71. Uh, after there, you got to look at Detroit. Marvin Jones Jr., 55.89, number five ranked uh, wideout. Um, and the next guy on the list for them is Kenny Galladay, who I love watching this guy play. This guy goes and gets the ball. I like watching him play. Fifty-one point seven one, you number fourteen ranked wide receiver. And then they also got you know they got Danny Amendola, uh, you know you know for Detroit, you're number twenty-three ranked receiver. Forty-two point four, BSN. Um, man, so is it Detroit then, guys? This is a good question. This is a good question. Uh, I put up uh, this question on my uh, Twitter a couple weeks ago. Um, and I forgot who everybody said. I think they said it was the Chargers. They, they thought they had the best receiving the league when it came to the numbers. But I don't know. Tampa Bay, is they have the number one and number three receiver guys. Then the uh, Detroit Lions got the number five. They got the number 14. They got the number 23. So they got – the quantity, Tampa Bay has the quality. Man, I, I man, I love this stuff. Um, so, yeah. Oh, and then Atlanta. They got the number 19 guy with Calvin Ridley. And they got, you know, so 19 at 44.1. And then you got Julio. Julio Jones. Julio Jones came in as your number. What did I just say, guys? You're number eight. So, you got the number eight, number 19. Wow. Man. This is amazing. All right, so those are your receivers that have that are that are on pace to have sixty-four targets or more, or have surpassed the sixty-four targets. But but you know, but those are your guys there. Now, if we look at the guys who are on pace to go between, um, to go between uh, thirty-two targets and sixty-three targets for the season, these are like your your third receiver on a team, and a guy like Zach Pascal, who uh, he is. The number one ranked uh guy in his second group of receivers, but guys, he will not be in his second group too much longer. I I expect next week that he'll be in the first group of receivers. He'll just he'll definitely have the sheer numbers. Um yeah, he'll definitely have the sheer numbers. Um, so yeah, he is balling his butt off. Um, good to see him play. Uh let's take a look. Uh see, let's see, see. Next guy on the list is Tyreek Hill, who will also be in that top list next week. Um, and you know, so the cutoff this week was uh nine times four is 36, right? So 36 targets, Tyreek Hill had 34, Zach Pascal had 27. Tyreek Hill is going to be in the in the top list next week. He has a 54.03. Um, so uh yeah, he's he's your number two guy in the second group of receivers. McCole Hardeman from Kansas City. Oh man. They are scary. They got a bunch of receivers. He is not going to be in this list next week either if he gets the targets. Um, so yeah, well he he might stay in there for a couple more weeks. Um so next week he'll have to have at least uh 40 targets. I don't think he'll have eight targets next game. Probably in 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 two weeks or three weeks he'll he'll catch up. Uh but Kenny Stills is coming in at number four with a forty eight point seven five. Uh and Tyrell Williams from Oakland with a thirty, I'm sorry, forty seven point eight seven is the number five guy. Uh, Tajay Sharp from Tennessee, 47.46, your number six guy. Taylor Gaber from Chicago, 45.76, your uh, number seven guy. Willis Need from Baltimore, 45.14, is number eight guy. And uh, BC Johnson from Minnesota, uh, 44.98, number nine. And Alan Lazard from Green Bay, 43.21, number 10. So, um, now, let's take a look at, the, at that top group. You got Tampa Bay. You got, man, this is, this is awesome. You got, they got the number one, the number three wide receiver. But who do they got in this second group of guys? And how far down the list are they? Uh, nah, it's pretty much a one two punch, guys. Uh, they got Bashar Behrman. Yeah, Bashar Behrman. He's your number 33 ranked in the second tier. So, all right, guys. Let's take a look at the wide receiver um, statistics for the for the for the big boys, um, the guys who have a, who are going to average at least sixty four targets or more throughout the season. And let's look at who is your most efficient catcher. It's Michael Thomas, guys. He had a catch percentage of eighty two percent so far this season. Next guy on the list is Tyler Lockett, 81.9%. Sometimes just say 82% also. And then Adam Humphreys from Tennessee was 78%, 75% for Chris Godwin. DeAndre Hawkins guy, 74%. Yeah, De- I love DeAndre Hopkins. His game is just it's amazing. Uh 73.7% for uh Sanu, who lit up Baltimore, what had 14 targets or something like that this last game. Uh it's kind of exactly what um the Patriots needed at the uh, wide receiver. I thought that second-round pick, they they gave up a little too much for him, but uh, if he keeps having games like that, um, yeah, he's going to prove my point wrong. Um, Marvin Jones is the next guy with a 73.7, and also Amari Cooper, 73.7. So those are your, your top guys when it comes to catching percentage. Now, first downs for target, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the first downs for target. Who are our best first down for target? Chris Godwin, 58.3. I wonder he's your number one guy. It's not first downs per reception. It's first downs per target. Um, so telling a stat uh, because, uh, you know, you expect your wide receivers to get – uh, at least 10 yards to catch, right? But now it's, it's how many times are they getting thrown the ball how many times are they getting first downs based upon the how many times they are being targeted. 58.3 for Chris Godwin. Tyra Locke is number two at 55.6. John Brown from Buffalo at 55. And Julio Jones at 53. And Michael Thomas is at 51 at number five. Uh, so yeah, yards per target. Who is the most efficient guy when it comes to yards per target? Stefan Diggs, 13.4, no shock there. Amari Cooper with 12.3. Tyler Lockett, Tyler Lockett, 10.65. Next guy on the list is, you guessed it, Chris Godwin, 10.64. Um, AJ Brown from Tennessee, that rookie is balling out or 10.46. So it's, it's uh, it's not hard to see why certain guys are doing their thing. Now, TDs per target, 14, 14.6% for Adam Thielen, um, 11 point, and he has the highest rate, and it's by a, a wide margin. 3% less is Kenny Galladay at 11.29, and then another percent less is T.Y. Hilton, who's hurt, who's on my fantasy team. Please get healthy, T.Y. All right, and who's leading the league in drops? Who's leading the league in drops? Julian Edelman was six. Mike Gallup was six. Will Fuller was five. Preston Williams was five. Will Fuller had that one game where he just balled out, guys. He had an amazing game, and then he's it's like this every year. He has a one game where you you, you might have him on your fantasy team. Like, why did I set him? And then you end up playing him, and then he, he gets you no points the rest of the year. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah. Now who's leading the league? Let's oh, to say defensive passing. Friends, but we won't even get into that. Let's. Let's do a recap. Um, the first guy's Chris Gowan, second guy's Tyler Lockett. And I got a feeling it's going to be like that for the remainder of the season. But, guys, um, I talked to you guys long enough. Um, I'm actually going to be out of town this weekend. I am going to Austin, Texas. You guys know I went to the University of Texas. So, I'm going to go see Austin. Oh, I'm going to go see uh, uh, UT play Kansas State this weekend uh, down at DKR. Uh, me and my uh, dad are going down there, so it's going to be a good game, hopefully. I hope Texas wins. But we have, we'll be looking a little shaky, but um, one, that's that's going to be in the Horn's Corner section. I'll have a recap of that on probably Monday, um, but I have the uh, the stats and the um, write-up done on Sunday night. But guys, yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, if you guys like what you're listening to, If you like the stats that that I'm giving you guys and and if you like the website love the website and you you, you actually love this podcast, go to any podcast um, site you got, uh, was Apple um, Podcasts or Google Play or Stitcher or Breaker, any of them. Like, subscribe, share with your friends, share with everybody, share with your mama, everybody, man, your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, your kids, your wife, your husband. Um, just share it um so I can get some more light on this because I love doing this stuff and I love doing it for you guys. Um, so uh thanks again. Um, you know the site battlestatsports.com. Um, and all my Twitter handles and Instagram is at B Sports. But on that note, guys, Battlestat Sports, I'm out. See you next week um when we talk about the Horns Corner section, the game recap for Kansas State versus Texas. All right, out and hook them.